You are listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode, and I decided to start this new series of advice mini episodes with just me and you. So I hope you guys enjoy. I get so many DMs asking for my advice on certain things, and although I'm not a professional uh, psychologist or coach or whatever, I still think of that my views could definitely benefit some of you and and I think that you know a lot of the questions I get from people I've experienced in my personal life and and I can kind of tell you and guide you how I how I figured some stuff out so I'm really excited for today's episode I did a little Q&A on my Instagram and yeah I'm just going to read out some of the questions and let you know what I think so the first question is in my relationship I struggle with bringing up hard topics any advice on how to just do it? This is an amazing question, and I think that in any relationship that you have, it's really important to be honest. And I used, when I was younger, I used to always try to be this other person. I used to always try to be like the best version of me 24-7 in all of my, you know, romantic little stunts that I've been through. And it never really ended up working. And that's why my first boyfriend only happened a year and a half ago when I met Ben. And thank God I was in a mature place when we met. So I was truthfully myself from the beginning. And and that's why it's worked out for so long. And that's why he's like the man of my dream. So honesty is everything. And yes, it can be uncomfortable. And I'm not doubting that at all. But you just need to see the value in it before you even make the decision to be honest about hard topics and to bring those things up, even if it's easier to keep it in. And whenever there's been a hard topic, I always bring it up with Ben. And that's why we just, we solve things fast and it doesn't, you know, boil up inside. And we are really good at communicators. And I think that's why we're going to last a really long time is because of our communication. So how do you bring up hard topics? You just got to do it, babe. You just got to do it. You got to bite the bullet and do it. And just, you don't want to be full of regret. What if the relationship ends because both of you had these boiled up emotions inside that you never expressed? Like, it's just not worth it. And also just be unapologetically yourself because this other lesson that I've learned over the years is, you know, even if if you fake it and you find this amazing guy and you're just always acting perfect the entire time and it's not the true you, What's the point? Because it's not even a true relationship. And this this guy doesn't know you for the real you if you're not acting like the real you and you're only showing your highlights uh, to him. So you just got to be raw and real and vulnerable and show it all because I think a relationship, a romantic relationship is the most powerful thing. And it's, you know, uh, having a best friend and it's, you know, having somebody there 
that will back you no matter what. That's your support system that you love unconditionally. And and all these incredible feelings come with that. And if you can't be your honest, genuine self and be be really, you know, outspoken with how you're feeling in a good way, like approached obviously in a non-accusatory good way if you have an issue, uh, then you're going to have an amazing relationship and you're also going to find out if this guy's the right one for you. I'm not telling you that he's going to react the way you want him to, but this is an amazing way to find out whether or not he is the kind of guy that you're meant to be with. So I think honesty is is so important in relationships because it just it's not even because it's good to be in a truthful relationship but it's also good because it shows you whether or not you should actually be in that relationship. You know what I mean? All right, next question. How to deal with a traumatizing breakup? Guys, so many breakup and relationship questions today. All right, so I think, I've never been through a traumatizing breakup, but I've experienced a lot of my friends and family and close people around me go through it, and I feel like because I've never actually experienced it myself, I might not be the absolute best person to ask, but I might have some insight that is a lot more logical because my emotions have not been there. So my insight is that you just need to come to the realization that this person was not meant for you. If this person was the person you're supposed to be with, you wouldn't have broken up. And it's as simple as that. And you need to put yourself first and realize this could be the best thing that's ever happened to you. You're now one step closer to the person that you're supposed to be with. And I truly believe that. Every breakup brings you one step closer to the person that you're actually meant to be with, the person who loves you unconditionally, who wants to make it work, who is open and communicative and and that man or woman of your dreams. I really truly think that. So look at it from a different point of view. See it from a different perspective because I I need to be honest with you. Like if this person was your soulmate, you would not have broken up and they would have fought for you and you would have fought more for them if that's the case. Okay, so... Another question. How can I prioritize my mental and physical health in a serious relationship? How can you not prioritize that? Because I truly believe that you can only love somebody as much as you love yourself. And if you have not gone through the personal work that you have to go through, and if you aren't 100% happy in yourself, You're never going to be 100% happy in a relationship because your relationships are a direct reflection of your relationship with yourself. So how can you prioritize your mental and physical health in a serious relationship? It shouldn't be. The question shouldn't be in a serious relationship. It should just be in general because you don't want to get mentally and physically healthy if you're in a relationship just to keep that relationship going. You want to, you know, get those things because of your own personal life and goals and and feelings. You don't want to do it for another person. My biggest piece of advice is just don't do shit for another person. Do it for yourself and and be more selfish than you think you should in certain situations. Like put yourself in your mental and physical health first and I don't know. Some of you guys might disagree with this, but I just honestly think it's the perfect, you know, it's the perfect thing to establish an amazing relationship is an amazing relationship with yourself. And I'm not saying be selfish. So it's like, you know, if you're, 
if it's like your boyfriend's birthday party and you want to go work out on your physical health, like no, like you definitely cannot be selfish in that way. But being selfish in the sense that it's like, okay, like I, instead of staying in bed this morning, I'm going to go do my morning routine because that makes me the best version of myself. When I started doing my morning routine, when I was waking up next to Ben, he was totally fine with it because he knew that I needed that for my mental health. And I think just having your partner on board with these certain little healthy habits are, it's also great. Or at least, you know, they don't even need to do the same things as you just make them aware that like you kind of need to do certain things to, to feel amazing in your own life. And hopefully if they're the right partner, they're going to allow you to grow in that way. Next question. So, um, do you meditate? That's not even an advice question. But yes, I do meditate. Um, all right. How do you get over an ex who you still like, even though he's a fuckboy? Babe, like I said before, you gotta get over it. He's not the one for you if he messed you over. You don't want to date a fuckboy. Oh, God. They drive you crazy. You would always be on edge about if they're cheating on you or not. Like, you just do not want to date a fuckboy. I'm telling you right now. Do not date fuckboys because they're just immature. Fuckboys are immature men that are deeply insecure and that need validation from dating a ton of different women. And they have a very big urge for immediate gratification. And they are not long-term partners unless they change. So get over the fuckboys. Okay, so can I eat a bit of ice cream and chocolate just a bit or will it completely ruin any fitness plans? Babe, balance. Oh my God. I Okay, I'm actually going to release my other solo episode before this one because it's all about this. Um, but go listen to that one if this is a question that you want advice on. It's about balance. You you cannot be so restrictive. You're going to end up binging and it's not going to be sustainable. Yes, eat a bit of ice cream or chocolate or whatever. But if I were you, and this is what I do, I'd make it a healthy version. So you still feel like you're getting a treat, but you're not you know, really ruining as much effort as, as you may be if you're eating Ben and Jerry's and you've been working really hard towards your fitness and health goals and, and you feel like Ben and Jerry's one night, whatever. Sure, if you want to, go for it. But for me personally, what I would do is make a healthy alternative. So make like a banana or avocado ice cream. So like uh, blend up like frozen avocado or frozen banana or a mix of both and blend that up with like cocoa powder and stevia and you get kind of like a homemade ice cream. And I love that. Or what I get is stevia sweetened chocolate. Tastes the exact same to me. Just try to see it as more of a lifestyle and not something that you need to really cheat on and don't call it a cheat, call it a treat. So, and I call those stevia chocolates a treat because it is really processed and I don't really, you know, I don't eat that every single day. So kind of see it as more of a lifestyle, I would say, and you will get there one day if you make it a lifestyle. If you make it a diet where you cheat, you're probably not going to make it a lifestyle and it's not going to be long lasting results. Okay, so advice on general anxiety. Great question. Uh, When I get anxiety, I try my best to practice self-care because it's usually related to my over-obsessive, compulsive thoughts on a certain situation and worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. So what I do is I'll take a hot bath and 
I'll turn my phone off. This is actually the biggest one. Turn off your social media, turn off your phone. It's so easy to jump into this dark hole of distraction when you're feeling anxious and stressed and social media is like horrendous for that because you just end up feeling more, you know, more shit about yourself, worse about yourself, and you don't feel good after binging on social media. So put your phone away, turn it off, give yourself a bit of time, have a nice hot bath, listen to an audiobook, or even read a physical book. I love doing that. And practice self-care. Try your hardest to speak to yourself nicely. Try your hardest to not do those mind-numbing, distracting things that that so many people in society today do, like watching TV, going on social media, overeating. Like, try to do the the good self-care shit. And that's my advice on anxiety. And also, if you feel like you have anxiety a lot, then put some money aside, go see someone to help you out. I went to a psychotherapist a few months ago. It was fucking epic. And, or what is it? Hypnotherapist, actually. I think she's a psychotherapist and a hypnotherapist, but it was really freaking cool. She actually hypnotized me and it was really awesome. Um, so that was kind of interesting. All right. So what sort of things do you write in your journal in the mornings? I'm struggling. I have a whole morning routine course. If you guys have been following me on Instagram or even listening to some of these podcasts, uh, you know that I have my new courses and the link is in my Instagram bio. It's literally just mimibcourses.thinkific.com. And I have worked so hard on these incredible courses and they are totally life-changing. So if you're looking for a big shift in your life, you should go check out my courses and go on the website. There's some free content there before you want to purchase anything so you can even benefit from that free content. So go check that out. But I have a whole morning routine course and it actually has worksheets that you can print out and fill in to make your morning routine really easy. So that's epic. How to convince the people around you that it's fine that you no longer want to be an over drinker? So that's a good question. How to kind of like get your social circle to accept the fact that you don't want to binge drink that much anymore. Um, I have a whole podcast on this with Nina. It's probably about five or something episodes ago. And it is incredible because she and I both share our stories with cutting down on the partying culture and how we uh, really approach those situations with our social circles and friends. And it's a very powerful one. So I'd say go there if you want a lot of detail. But to sum that all up, I would say just be confident in the fact that you don't want to do that kind of stuff anymore and just, you know, don't feel like you want to be that don't feel pressured easily. And if somebody says that with some judgment, just be like, yeah, like I'm just, you know, I'm working on myself at the moment. I'm doing a bit of an experiment. I don't really feel like I need to drink. Like, you know, that's it. And don't make a big deal about it and make people feel bad about the fact that they were drinking. You that'll just like deter them away from what you're doing. So just, you know, be very simple. Don't overshare and just and you don't need to convince anybody anything. If they're your real friends, they're going to support you no matter what you do. All right. So what else do we have? Um, how tall are you and how do you overcome height insecurities? <laughs> I've actually never been insecure about my height. Um, it's just a mindset change. If you have any insecurities that you can't really change. So I'm five foot two and I'm short, but I never really see myself differently because of that. I think I'd rather, you know, I'd rather be this size than 
too tall because, you know, I just see the benefits of it. I can wear heels. I'm, I'm not towering over my boyfriend. I, like, just try to, you know, write down if you have a big insecurity about it, I guess, the benefits and why it's actually a good thing. Uh, and maybe that would make you feel better about it or even just try to, you know, meditate on changing your mindset about it because, to be honest with you, most people don't really think think about you all the time. Like, you know, most people are just concentrating on themselves most of the time and they're not really noticing you, your imperfections, your height, all that jazz. So my advice to that is just to figure out a way to get over it because you're not going to be able to change it. And I don't know, I don't have any issues with my height and I guess I could if I thought into it a lot, but I don't. So it's just a mindset change, I would think. All right. What is the best advice to being successful? Damn, girl, that is a very big question that I can't answer in this Q&A. I would say uh, change your self-image. I would say transform your confidence. One of my courses is all about that. It's an eight-day transformation program to change your confidence and become your best self yet and promote success in every area of your life. But I would say becoming successful is you have to change every area of your life to match what you want to do and who you want to become. The question you need to ask yourself is not what do I need to do to become successful? It is who do I need to become to be successful? Because you cannot change your personal reality without changing your personality and and the thoughts and images and beliefs and actions that you that you do and and think about yourself and and you you are you can't you can't change that without um you can't change your personal reality your your circumstances without changing your inner dialogue and your outer actions so you got to change your self-image and start seeing yourself as the kind of person that is successful as the kind of person that does those things that triggers success in every area of your life and that's easily put but you got to do your research do a lot of reading a lot of personal growth a lot of that kind of stuff all right so um how do you reset your mindset after a bad period, example, coming back from a big holiday and feeling like crap after eating everything in the world? That's a great question. I think the only thing I need to say to you here right now is that you're never going to be 100% there. You're always going to be a work in progress. It's just for me personally, actually, it's been, I've bounced back a lot quicker than I used to. And I think I used to dwell on going through a negative period in my life and that just didn't make it any better. So I've trained myself and it's simply just a habit to train yourself to bounce back faster after being in a negative place. So make it a lifestyle routine that you are a healthy person. And yes, if you fall off the bandwagon, that's okay because you're going to go back to your healthy lifestyle. Make it a standard for yourself. So I have so much, you guys, on changing habits and creating the life of your dreams in my two new courses. Honestly, I can't even tell you how much valuable information is in both of those. I don't want to sound preachy, but I've genuinely spent so much time, over 80 hours over the past two months on creating these two courses. It's video content, text, worksheets, audio, all that jazz. And... I think, you know, investing in yourself is the best investment that you can ever do or ever make. So 
I'd highly suggest checking that out. Go to my Instagram at Mimi Bouchard and click the link in my bio and you can learn more about the Mimi B courses. But yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening and DM me any advice questions if you want me to answer them in the next advice episode. Bye.